Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. We are back, baby, after this big Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view. I am recording from a remote location in New York City. So unfortunately, Nancy Newman is not in the mix, and Zig the Engineer, and uh, hopefully Arlen is not in the mix, heal the podcast. Hey, remember, give this podcast five stars. <clears throat> this is a five-star podcast. We deserve it. I mean, come on. That's obvious. Uh, hey, let's get into it. I mean, this is, a big, this is a big, big week in professional wrestling. A lot happens. We're coming off great balls of fire. Um... I really enjoyed this pay-per-view. I thought this pay-per-view was pretty dope. Um, I think let's get right. Let's get let, let's get right, let's get right into the main event. Let's just go for it. Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Look, they booked it the way that I called it. Uh. But I don't think it read... I really like this match. Look, I don't think it read the way that I totally wanted. Okay, so... Uh, you know what? I'm realizing... I'm, I'm looking at this. We got a cash-in. We have a cash-in on this topic. Well, I guess we're going to have to wait to hear my opinion after this cash-in. What's up, baloney boys? It's your boy, Nasty Newman. Cashing in real quick on Samoa Joe and all your jabroni opinions on his ability to talk on the mic, on his ability to be believable, on his ability to look mean and bad against Brock Lesnar. He did all of those things, putting to rest your garbage opinions on my boy, Samoa Joe. Kisses. How about it? Wow. Big, nasty Newman with a big mouth on here. I knew he would chime in, even though I thought I was rid of that jabroni this week. Look, here's the deal. Small Joe looked good in that match. No question. Uh... I, and we know for record, I like Samoa Joe. I think he's pretty great. I don't think he's amazing. Okay? But I thought he wrestled a pretty good match here. He was able to beat up Lesnar. But here's the thing. After the watch of the match, I thought, yeah, he did a great job. But I thought he lost. <laughs> I mean, that's what happened. He lost. And he lost from one F5. Um, so, yeah, he looked strong, but also he cheated throughout the whole match. He was doing low blows. He was doing, it was pretty dirty, and then he still lost clean. Now, the, the way I would, I would have booked this match, personally, like I said on the podcast, was that we, I would love if Samoa Joe like, really beat the crap out of Lesnar. Now, that did happen, but ultimately... It, it 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 wasn't enough. He did, I don't think Lesnar. We we I, I, he didn't get the kick out of an F five, so he didn't look good on that end. Like Samojo didn't look super resilient on that end. Uh, and then I don't think Lesnar came off as like dead. I wanted him dead, and he's kicking out and he's bleeding. And Joe's is like one of his most bad opponents. The reason that's really important in my mind is because. Like Goldberg just beat the shit out of Lesnar. So it's important for Joe to do it in a way that's 
more specific and more impressive. So ultimately, in my head, when I walked away, I, I everyone walked away being like, Joe did a great job. And I walked away feeling like, oh, you know, that's a, like Joe did fine, but ultimately took one F5 and lost. You know, Ambrose took one F5 and lost. And that was on the chairs. So they were going for the thing of like a desperation F5 of Lesnar. But I don't know. To me, it just felt like. He took an F5 and lost. He maybe beat him up a little bit. But I wanted Lesnar a little more dead. Now, look, I, I can already feel people blaming Lesnar. We know he's lazy. We know that he doesn't like to plan his matches too much. Uh, so that might have been what happened. But uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I think Joe did the best he could. But ultimately, he comes out looking like a dude who lost to Brock Lesnar clean. Uh, also, he's not going to get the rematch. So I like that he's still in the picture. I think that's dope that he came out. He's like, I, you know, I have your number. And then Paul Heyman sold that thing. Like, you'll never get near it again. It's almost like they were selling the thing. Where it's like, I almost had you. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, maybe I got to rewatch it. And maybe you guys can cash in and give me shit on that. But I felt like. Didn't feel like he almost had it. I feel like he beat him up before he beat him up before it started. Came off as desperate. Joe came off as a guy who knew he would lose if he didn't cheat. And I don't know, especially because like he's booked as a heel technically, but there's an element of Joe where he is, you know, uh, an NXT uh, fan favorite. So he's always going to be kind of a face, especially up against like the corporate Brock Lesnar. Uh, you know, and uh, man. I, you know, uh, that's just how that's how I feel about it. I thought the match was pretty good. I liked it, but ultimately, I walked away being like, "Yeah," well, being like, not seeing it the way other people see it about Joe. I feel like people, you know, he did a good job. Uh, cool. Uh, the rest of the pay per view, Bray Wyatt. It was nice to see Bray Wyatt get a win, even though it was over Rollins. Rollins is in such a like weird zone right now that I'm not even sure he needed to win over Bray. Uh, didn't really care about this feud at all. So I was like, let's give Bray a win. I'm always down for that. Uh, uh, big Cass. I'll beat Enzo. Yeah, I mean, that was booked the way you would think. It was five minutes long. Just beat the shit out of him. Cool. This Hardy Boys match, I really dug. I thought this was really fun. There was one, like, blaring mistake. I don't know if it's a mistake per se, but Sheamus and Cesaro won 4-3 to three in this Iron Man match, but they announced that, like, in a tie, it goes to the champions, so it was like, in the last second, the Hardy Boys were about to get another pin that would have tied, so they were not even close to it. Now, in a way, I did dig that, but it kind of, like, the execution felt like a mess up. What I did really like is that I loved that it felt real, like the ending. It ended kind of abruptly. Like if something has a thirty-minute time like lapse, it's it's not always gonna be a time limit, is what I meant, guys. A time limit. This New York time change is doing me wrong. Yeah, but like uh, I like that it ended kind of abruptly. If you say something's gonna happen in thirty-minute time limit, then it should end like that. I thought that was cool. Uh, very the Hardy Boys. Sasha and Alexa, this match was cool, but, you know, Alexa walking out, it's very much a holdover match, you know, um, which is cool because I like to see these guys go at it again. Miz, I don't even remember anything about this match. I believe Miz cheated. 
I just like Dean Ambrose. Just I'm just out. I'm out. I'm so checked out when I see Dean. If I see him in the T-shirt, I'm just I'm done. I hate it. Ugh. No, I'm not alone. Heath Slater, Kurt Hawkins. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> I don't know why I went to that one next, but that was pretty brilliant. They booked that just to like be it. Just so they get interrupted with this ambulance match. Now, let's get to this ambulance match because this was my favorite match. This match was pretty dope. I love the booking on it. They had <laughs> Strowman win. Roman Reigns goes for the spear, goes right in there. I mean, that move is almost, if you think about that booking, that's almost, that's so dumb. That should have been, that's like a way Strowman should lose, but it, it worked the way it happened. Uh, but yeah, I loved, I like, I mean, I just love the way it ended where it was just perfect for both characters. Strowman got the win technically, so he looked strong. And then Reigns just come off like a fucking beast. He's just slamming him with the, the, the ambulance. Like, people are comparing it to some Attitude Era shenanigans. So, obviously, I love it. But we all love the Attitude Era shenanigans. And we love, we got Kurt Angle there selling with the biggest eyes. Some of the worst acting I've ever seen. But amazing, classic Kurt Angle wrestling action, acting. Uh, I love that. But then Strowman just piling out of the ambulance, just walking away like he doesn't even need the help. And there's a trail of blood. It makes him look like a badass. It makes Reigns look like a badass going forward. Look, here's the deal. Roman Reigns is very close to being <laughs> undeniable. Uh, he has always good matches. He really, I mean, what's the last bad Roman Reigns match you've seen? The vest is still awful. True. Uh, I guess it looks better when he's in an ambulance match because it's an unconventional match. I think the vest hasn't bothered me as much lately because he's in like, but he's not in like a one-on-one match for the title. But look, I'm feeling like I almost I rather Roman Reigns have the title and play the Brock Lesnar role than Brock and. And not be there. There's so much talent. I say it every week. Finn, Joe, uh, they, you know, the, Rollins, uh, Wyatt. I mean, there's so many guys who could be in this title picture that uh, it's the Miz. It's so frustrating that it's on a guy that like you kind of know what he's gonna lose. Uh, with Reigns, we could see he could he could he could actually drop the title to any of these guys. So. And he always good matches. It's like if they're gonna go SummerSlam raids, Lesnar. Hopefully, let's just give it to raids. Get it over with. Um, also, Reigns. You know he's working. <laughs> That's a very heel maneuver of him to crash that ambulance. You know, um, and then the way they played it on Raw. Kurt Angle just being like, oh, "Are you showing your face here?" Like just like he's like Reigns is disgusting. And then him defending himself, was it worked. Roman Reigns is just, it's working right now. That's just how I feel. You guys know I'm not a Reigns, Mark, but he's working more than Rollins right now. So that's just where we're at. Uh, I thought that was super good. So yeah, this pay-per-view I thought was pretty decent. Well, look at Wikipedia. It gives you a breakdown of the timing of each pin during the... Uh, uh, during that match, uh, the uh, Iron Man match, yeah. So uh, I thought, let's move on to Raw. I thought that on Raw, some cool shit happened. 
the Lesnar showdown was real good. Let's let's put it on for a little bit. Ooh, they got a clip here. Let's check it out. Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar. God, Brock Lesnar is a specimen. Anything else? Well, Mr. Heyman, I thought you and your client Brock Lesnar. I'll play this in the background while I, while I chat it up. Uh, I really, I really love this Paul Heyman moment where he just starts, <laughs> he just tells Joe, you'll never get a title shot again. It's so loud. Listen to your advocate. He's protecting you from me. Because in his heart, deep down at the bottom of his soul, he knows I'm the one. I'm the man. Hey, you look at me when I'm talking to you or we can straighten this out right now. See, th- you know, uh, <laughs> I'm veering here, but I mean, there's something that Joe does. He's so good at talking shit in a real like. He's very there. He's very in the moment. He, he pops the crowd. Uh, Lesnar like clearly zones out. And he does not like it. It feels real. It feels work shoot. And then it's literally like Roman in the back just laughing. The man that knows I got this segment was pretty good. Look at me. Now look at Braun if you can find him. Alright, alright, hold on, hold on. Guys, guys. Sorry, that was cool. Reigns is cool right now. I'm sorry to say it. Reigns is cool. Joe Lesnar's cool. These guys are all cool. I'm digging it. A lot of cool stuff. Strowman is cool. A lot of cool stuff happening. Still don't get that excited to watch Raw. I don't know what it is. SmackDown is my show. Uh, cool. Let's see what, else, what what happened on Raw. So they're setting up that they're going to have a number one contender match. I mean, I guess there's a chance Joe wins, but I really doubt it. There's no way they're not going to go Reigns. There's a chance they go, you know, uh, Strowman comes back and then, and then Joe wins because of it. I mean, would they do another – would they do a rematch and let Joe win? I mean, that would – that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Another thing about that match with Joe and Lesnar that I, that I was annoyed by, I, I really wanted Joe to pick up Lesnar. I want. I really wanted him to show his his strength there. That we didn't get. I don't. I don't remember a moment like that uh, off the top of my head. But even if it did happen, it wasn't like a big moment. Yeah, so, um, uh, you know what? I'm going to jump right into this. The secret phone call at the end of Raw. I don't know what this is. It might end up being stupid, but I love it. I love more soap opera serial angles here. I think that is dope. I like that. It's like, where is that going to go? I, I, I don't know. And like, oh, next week. I'm excited to see that. Uh,. Uh, Corey Graves got up from the announce booth in such an awkward way. It was pretty funny. Okay, so big big cast singles run. Look, I he's so stiff on that microphone. It's like he had one week where he wasn't stiff. He had that one week where he was able to really pull it off. But when he's out there by himself, you could tell he's thinking about the bullet points. Uh, God, if it's a wor- it's a it is a workable muscle. Uh, you know he could work on. It. I think he will get way better because he he's not terrible. It's not like he's awful. 
Uh, but give him a couple of years, and he will get there. Doing a, a run with the Big Show is it's fine. I think I would have pushed Cass faster. That sounds crazy. I, I think I might have went like I don't know, Cass Miz or what other belts are on Raw. I mean, maybe like a Cass. I don't know. Maybe even like Ambrose or Cass Rollins or like something. I don't know. I would have just tried to push him. I, I think I, the, my thing I would have done is like the, uh, you know, I would have I would have just pushed him fast. I don't know if it would work, but I think it might be the move to just get him there because he's been so over with the tag team and like it's been building for a while. He's seven feet tall. You can't teach that. That's what I think I would have went. That being said, a win over Big Show is always good for your career, so that's fine. It did Strowman. Uh, the Strowman Big Show matches were good, and that's probably why they're going that uh, route. Is because it, it, it helped push Strowman. So why not do it? They'll probably uh, you know slam and break the ring again. Um, whew, I wonder how fast we'll get cast Strowman. I wonder if that would even be a good match. Don't know. Uh, the Mizzies. This segment, I don't know. This segment was fine. I, you know, look, I like that they're setting up a Miz Seth Rollins program. I think that's cool. I think that's kind of actually pretty exciting for that IC title. I think a Rollins IC run could be very cool. Um, um, it's just interesting because it seems like right now the way this is going to go down is. Uh, they're going to have to drop these some of these heavyweight guys that are like in actual title contention down Finn. They're going to have to drop these guys to IC level just because the belt gets defended so rarely. I mean, that Great Balls of Fire was the first title defense since Mania. So it's just like I don't know what you could do with that. Uh, so whatever, but yeah, Miz the Mizzies, it was fun. Yeah, Miz said like maybe five million times, like hot, sexy, gorgeous. I, I don't know the exact saying he said, but it was like a, it was like an uncomfortable amount of times in a row. Uh, uh, yeah. Now I think actually the winner of this Mizzy segment is Bo Dallas. He looks awesome. Uh, he's dressing like I think he's like Axel Rose with like a Star Wars glove on, like a Vader glove. Uh, I really dig it. I think he looks awesome. I when he was on the mic, I think he should still say believe. Like I don't think he's to drop believe because it could be like Miz just helped me believe. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's to get rid of that. I like that. Uh, Curtis Axel's whatever. You know, I don't know. Well, he's dressed like kind of like dapper. I think he should go more like Hollywood or like I don't know. I'm not sure. I think they should go further with it. Bo Dallas is dressed like over the top, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's it. Uh, what else was good here on Raw? Oh, I think the last thing I want to talk about on Raw is the Hardy Boys teasing the broke broken gimmick now i read uh i posted on the comedians of wrestling facebook page remember to join join our page we're posting about wrestling all the time i posted that uh <laughs> i posted that uh that illegally they came to an agreement with the uh, global or whatever the company but then it became to my attention that it might have been fake news well it's ridiculous uh 
Isn't all wrestling fake news? It's like, can you have fake wrestling? It's like fake, fake news. That's ridiculous. Who's posting, posting fake wrestling news? It's ridiculous. I don't like it. Anyway, that's raw. Um, uh, we had, we didn't see Strowman. Uh, I don't know if he's going to come back. Uh, probably. Hmm, I don't know. Probably soon. SmackDown. SmackDown. Look. Oh, my God. This week. I forgot this even happened this week. AJ Styles, your United States champion, the belt switching at house shows. I love belt switching at house shows, especially at MSG. I think it's super dope. Um, I, uh, I, I, we're all going to find about in this internet age. Do it. I love it. Um, accuse a peeve about AJ Styles. Why does his shirt say... Uh, well, actually, I know the answer here. But the untouchable thing. It's just like he said it, I'm untouchable in this ring, but like... That shirt, it should just say phenomenal. Where's the untouchable is too prominent on that shirt considering he's, you know. I want to buy this shirt. I particularly like the all red one, uh, the the one that listener uh, Nick Tulo got. Um, by the way, listener Nick Tulo, Jabroniak Nick Tulo, uh, is very into the, he's, he has a kayfabe gimmick. Of, uh, well, it's not kayfabe, he lives the gimmick. Very into the power of positivity. And I've been urging him to cash in with positivity messages for our listener. I think we could all use some positivity from him. We could all use to believe, you know. So, uh, hey, urge him on the Facebook page to cash in and give us some tips on positivity. Maybe equate it to wrestling. All right. Going through this, Cena comes out. To, AJ comes out. He cuts his clit. Every promo he gives, he rushes somehow and mispronounces something. It's amazing. He's, he it does it every time. He does like a like a stroke moment every time. But sometimes they're worth recording. Nothing this week really stuck out of me. Let me know if you disagree. Um, Cena came out really setting. I mean, this is kind of why I'm more into SmackDown. It's like. First off, John Cena's just, you know, he's, at this point, he's magic. You know, John Cena's there. It's it's big time. It's big time John. That's the deal. I'm going to watch, I want to watch John Cena as long as I can. I'm a big fan. Okay? John Cena, AJ Styles rivalry is becoming very dynamic and very cool. Uh, I believe, I don't, I don't wait, um, they're not one and one. I know AJ won the belt off him, and then he won the belt back. But I, I think they've wrestled before. They're not one on one, but they're one on one in title matches, maybe. Anyway, John Cena cashing in sets up that like it's such good foreshadowing. It, this match didn't happen. I love Kevin Owens interrupted it like right when it was gonna happen. Um, uh. Uh, it's just great. It's like it, when it happens, it's gonna be awesome. You know this match. Maybe we get into WrestleMania. And if it's for the U.S. title, that'd be cool, too. I've been thinking a lot about the U.S. title. Uh, I love the U.S. Open Challenge. John Cena made the U.S. title cool. How important is the U.S. title? I had this thought on the train, and I haven't really thought it through. It's a working theory that the U.S. title is the title that's booked for the Smarks. I have to look at it closer, but if you think of the U.S. title as the main title and think about how it's booked, then WWE books well. Now, I have to go back on some history and think about it because it's a working theory, but let's talk about it. 
because the U.S. title is the main title on on SmackDown. Arguably, it's the most important. Eh, if Lesnar has the other title, that's it. But it's it's like the good wrestling title. AJ Styles has it right now. As long as AJ Styles has it, it's it's and Jinder Mahal. And Randy Orton refuting for the main belt, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Then the United States Championship is the main belt. If Kevin Owens, John Cena are all going for that belt, hell, even Rusev, uh, that's the cooler belt. I mean, and that's that's that is interesting. If WWE is going to start moving to a part timer kind of a deal. It's interesting to be like, hey, the IC title is the real title, and this, the IC title and the US title are the title for the for the fans of actual wrestling, and the other titles gonna Goldberg's gonna win that title. I don't know. Anyway, we get into it. They had this showdown, and it led to like a you know, uh, I, I was into SmackDown. The show, in a way, kind of bored me, but just because I don't, you know. Not only anyone loves like a, you know the tag matches that where they're like all right well these guys are gonna wrestle eventually but we gotta kill a week so let's have them just do a tag match. No one loves it, but I did like how the opening segment and where what it led to. Uh, let's go on to some other stuff. Uh, okay, the, the Maria and Mike Kanellis thing I'm very into. I really like it. I'm very into her. I find her to be. Uh, She's a, you know, she's very experienced. She's a great, she's, a, I think, a pretty fun wrestling actress and a pretty good wrestler. Uh, her husband somehow, Mike Bannon, I know he's new to all this. He somehow managed to be, like, pretty bad in this segment where they beat up Sami Zayn. Like, his acting kind of made no sense. He didn't even say anything, but, like, he get, like he smashed the thing over his head and uh, the timing was weird. Watch it back. It was, it was a little off. I think I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because his first time doing these, like, weird WWE backstage segments where you pivot out to the camera. Uh, but I think uh, I'm excited to see Bennett. Zane. I think those are going to be really cool matches, and I'm excited to see how Maria and Mike do it. Like, you know, part of my favorite thing about their gimmick is I don't even know the power of love part is like it's good. They say it a little too much, but I like that they're never angry. Like, they're like, yeah, hey, you owe us an apology. I guess that was like a little angry, but it was a little bit like they feel bad for people and like they're like they don't have what we have. Mm, it's a it's a cool way to heal. Uh, I haven't seen it. I can't think of the last time I've seen it. Uh, cool. Uh, let's see how where that goes. Becky Lynch. Char- yeah, the you know the women's segment didn't do much for me. I guess they're setting up for a number one contenders match to see who's going to wrestle Naomi at SummerSlam. Uh, I think they should just go Charlotte, right? Like we want to see Naomi Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte's been really on the back burner for a little bit. I mean, you have to timing wise, but you know. Let's do it. Fandango is so funny. The way when he like his first off, his acting is fucking hilarious. He is so committed to this character. Uh, he killed me two weeks in a row. Last week he had the thing where he, <laughs> where they said like Manny Petty, he was like, yeah, uh, of course. Just that made me crack up. This week he was rode the horse. That was so funny. Uh, I do like. I just I I like using them. I kind of feel like. 
It's a bummer that, like, if you're a comedy act, you can't also be a champion in WWE, seems like. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. I, I, I dig it. Moving on. Uh, Mojo. Who cares about Mojo? And All right. Let's close it out on Shinsuke. So, a couple things about Shinsuke. I have to give Arlen Marmel, heel Marmel, Isis Arlen, a little bit of credit here. He did point out to me that Shinsuke's body has been in in better shape, and it's true. Shinsuke seems to be in better shape. He looks a lot better. His pants are super tight. They look a lot better. I really dig it. I thought his look was better. Uh, Shinsuke Corbin, they're setting it up. I just think it's annoying that Corbin's only deal is that he attacks people backstage. Like, that's all he does. He's just so one-dimensional. Uh, but yeah, the thing with Shinsuke is like, I really think I'm onto something about the way to book Shinsuke. Uh, Nasty Newman was telling me that on Austin's podcast, Austin was saying that Shinsuke should be like more aggressive and attack guys, blah, blah, blah. I just, you know, with all due respect to the Texas Rattlesnake, I really think the best way to book Shinsuke Nakamura is with the uh the like the, the the less is more angle. Now I've said the entourage angle which is working for Miz, but I'm not really talking about it. I'm saying that Shinsuke apparently in non kayfabe is looking for he would like it feels like or or you know, I heard like he kinda would like a more of a part time contract, whatever. I, you know, I, I don't know the details on that. But, like, I would love if they, like, have a hard time getting him to even wrestle. He's, like, barely into wrestling. And then when he does, he's amazing. I've said it before. It's cool if he hangs out with a bunch of, like, art dealers or he's got, like, a posse and, like, they are not interested in wrestling. They have nothing to do with it. People are calling him out. He doesn't even answer. I, I, and I just think it's, like, I'm saying, like, the gimmick that I would give Shinsuke is he lives in Japan still. But he's in WWE. He still travels around with WWE, but he's still like in his own Japanese world. I think that would be so cool. And when we get to see him every once in a while, we get to hear the music less. It's all to hit on the thing of less is more. When we see Shinsuke, it's a big deal. This is how we don't get him into the zone of Enzo. That's just how I would book it. All right. Last thing, Jindram Hall beats Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger is like the number one jabroni to me. Um, oh, I forgot to mention Revival are back in, w- in the, on Raw. That's cool. Um, I would like to see Revival wrestle more because I'm interested how they do on the main roster. I actually thought they had a pretty good showing last night. Um, I have a feeling they won't get over too hard, but I would love to be wrong, and I will admit when I am wrong. Uh, yeah, Jinder Mahal is cool, but, I mean, he's never booked at the top of SmackDown. AJ Styles clearly... Super over. He's Jinder can't be wrestling Randy. I feel like he's Jinder's got to wrestle like AJ. He's got to wrestle someone. He's getting the heel heat. He looks awesome. They're figuring it out every week. AJ gets a little. Uh, uh, Jinder gets a little better. The Singh brothers are like rolling their R's. Uh, the presentation's great. I, I'm I'm very into the Jinder championship, but it's Randy. It's the problem. He's not always there. And it's it's like I don't know. I would love to see, let's see gender. Uh, you know, it's time to see something else. We've seen gender at Randy. Like they done like how many pay per views already? Yeah, let's do it. Moving along. 
do we see Jinder Cena at SummerSlam? What is this shaping up to be? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to hold off my predictions for SummerSlam till the next episode. Hey, guys, that's going to do it. Listen, thanks for listening. I know my solo episode. I don't like to bounce off of all the jabroniacs in studio, but uh, I wanted to make sure I get an episode in. You get to hear my thoughts. Thought we covered some good stuff. I'm going to be gone the next two weeks. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to be able to record. I'm, I don't know if I'm able to be watching wrestling. We're going to see. But uh, I thought we were going to take off. But Zig has told me that the studio is open and recordings will be happening. I don't, you know, I don't know what that means. They're being very, very weird about it to me. Like, you know, there's not a lot of disclosure here. But I've been, t- you know, I, I would. From what I've been told, you should be prepared to hear a new episode next week. I don't know what that means. So, you know, I can't control everything. UCB is the boss. And Zig, you know, comes top down from Matt Besser and the UCB. So we'll see. Anyway, hey, remember, follow me on Twitter at DBlackAttack. Follow the show on Twitter at COW Podcast. We're posting way more on Twitter now. And, hey, join our our Facebook page, Comedians of Wrestling. We're talking about wrestling all hours of the night. Hey, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. 